0: Hello and welcome to the Movie Bunker podcast. It's me, Chris. Me, Matt. Your, um, your.
1: It's me, Matt. Is different every week. I like to, I like to vary it, and also I can kind never of remember how I said it the last time. I yeah. did enjoy interrupting you. I actually um, had a little, little snot bubble snicker, like an inadvertent <laughs> um, snicker bubble, <laughs> mm. um, when I listened back to that one. So. I'd well, have to leave it some time before I do that again because it's all about the surprise that one.
0: Yeah, you kind of have to let that settle a bit before you start dealing that again.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's not an everyday occurrence.
0: So the movie bunker podcast for those who are new to the podcast and why would you be? Uh It's can you it's, can you sound more upbeat, Chris? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> The Movie Bunker podcast for those who have not listened before is uh, a bit of a different uh, spin on the uh, the movie review show because we're out to review the critically ca- panned the critically panned movies out there and uh, try and find good things to say about them. So we're looking at really low stuff, really ideally things below five or around the five mark on IMDb or yeah. or certified rotten on Rotten Tomatoes. So the real humdinger is. Um, and then occasionally we'll get uh, a special guest to come on and defend the honor of a critically canned pant movie. Sorry. I can't say that word that um, <laughs> they <canned>. enjoy, <laughs> <laughs> that they enjoy, but they're you know, maybe that their peers or journalists, colleagues didn't rate. And so we we're after kind of film people, aren't we? That's kind of where we're at. We're booking them in line and sinker.
1: Yep. And if you found your mind drifting whilst we're talking, just, uh, reach for the like button and uh, give us a rating um,
0: and download all the backlog uh, <laughs> catalogs uh, of, of the episodes as well <laughs> Ray, don't forget that we're playing live we're doing a live podcast for superpod 2020 in southampton uh, at the social on the 8th of march we're on around 3 to 4 p.m on sunday so come down and watch us do what we do in front of a live audience um, it's going to be different,
1: isn't it, Matt? It's going to be weird to stare at people's eyes and see the disappointment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, normally, such things are hidden from us. But
0: if you can't make it, you can listen live, apparently, and you can watch it on watch it on Facebook, so you can tune yeah. in live as well. So Superpod Twenty Twenty is the name of the charity podcast. Uh, sorry, the, the name of the charity festival, uh, and it's based in Southampton. Links and bits and pieces and stuff is is on our our social media, but it's free to get in up until about seven o'clock, and then you yep. got to pay. Um, but I think they'll be expecting donations and stuff as it's for um, sport relief. So it'd be great to see as many of you there as possible if you are in the south of England. If you're in the north, just get a train for fuck's sake. Come on down and get a few. Hire a coach if there's enough of you. That's what you should do. And there's be prizes. There's prizes there.
1: Are they prizes like giveaways? Giveaways. They'd be giveaways and you can shake our hands. Yeah, our clammy little hands.
2: Superpod 2020. Raising money for sport relief. Two days of great comedy and sporting podcasts. Desert Island Dicks. Sport Spiel. Life Goals with Theo Delaney. The Dredgland Podcast Spectacular. And more. Saturday 7th and Sunday 8th of March at the social in Southampton. And you can be there too. Free entry until 7pm and then ticket only from 7pm. Tickets available now at superpod.co.uk. If you can't be in Southampton, the whole event will be streamed live online on your smart speaker and on Facebook Live. Find Superpod UK on Facebook twitter and instagram and use the hashtag superpod 2020 for more information visit superpod.co.uk
1: cool right what was the film this week chris because this week was a
0: film week it was and it it is and it is and it was but yes we went off piste and we we did something because we couldn't we couldn't get the same room uh, together again because we have busy lives um, so we chose The Hustle, with the remake from 2019, all those years ago. Here's the trailer.
2: Is taken? I'll just get a glass of water, please. I have to save all my money because I'm here to find my sister. She's been taken. Taken? Like? Like by men who sell hot white virgins to kajillionaires on yachts.
1: I am very moved by your story. Order anything you like.
2: I'll have a club sandwich and an order of fries, two slices of cake. Do you want any cake? No. Three slices of cake and a Diet Coke. Impressive. I'm a con artist. Sisters in arms. I had no idea how small time I was until I met you. Penny. Why are women better suited to the con than men? Because we're used to faking it. <laughs> Because no man will ever believe a woman is
1: smarter than he is. Is it valuable?
2: $500,000.
1: I like it because it's shiny.
2: I could be the partner you never knew you needed. Teach me your sugar baby ways. Take this to the guest room, butlery person. First lesson. There's nothing more compelling to a man than a vulnerable woman. Observe. Wow, you can just tear up like that. Can you make the tear roll down your cheek? Oh. Oh. No, you try. Are you constipated? Look, she's all you'd ever want. She's the kind I'd like to fault and
1: take to deal. If you want to be like me, you must be trained for any situation. She
2: always knows her place. She's got
0: style, she's got pace, she's a we. She's ready.
2: He's the mark. He's a tech millionaire. Billionaire, I bet. Try to be as
1: inconspicuous as possible.
2: Coming through. Yep. Blind person walking here. If this person were just scoot over. Would you mind, sir? Sir?
1: Men always underestimate us. And that is what we use.
2: You let her get away. Trashy, dress. you did it again. Release the peasants.
1: She must mean peasants, yeah?
2: Don't worry, darling. He's a terrible shot. <laughs> oh, that was unexpected.
1: Yes, I didn't know that... This was a remake of a remake. I didn't. Yeah. Know, I didn't know Dirty Rotten Scandals was in itself a remake. I I've heard of, of it being a remake before, but I hadn't seen Bedtime the stories. original. I think the, the original film was that it was um, was based upon. I don't know how closely Dirty Rotten Scandals adhered to that film. Yeah. But, um, yeah. What did you think of The Hustle?
0: Well. <sighs> The sigh says it all, really. <laughs> um, it had its moments. I mean, it's a PG-13, which kind of says it all. It's, it's kind of like an hour and a half. It's 90 minutes. We've got essentially what should be a decent cast. Here's the plot synopsis. I'll give you that before on, we on, delve yeah, into it. Just in case
1: no one's seen either of the films.
0: Yeah, so two con women. I must stress, this is a remake. Uh, so, And they kind of like underlined that. Two con women. One low rent and the other high class team up to take down the men who have wronged them. Now, that's like the IMDB synopsis, if you like, or, or yes. snapshot of what that is. But it's not that accurate. No. They don't really take down men who wronged them. They basically just seek out to take and fleece men
1: yeah. regardless of what they've done. So that's yeah, a, bit these, of a These people that they're conning have no... Nothing to do with these at all. They've yeah. just literally been highlighted because they are they are rich, um, yeah. Not wrong at all. And they don't really team up. I mean, there's a slight, no. a, a, a brief moment of teaming up, and then before they all fall apart. Um, it's, it is interesting because you say, like you say, it's, it's a remake. Um, they have absolutely sort of polar swapped every role, right? So what was a man in the first film? Becomes a woman and vice versa, apart Mm. from the butler, um, who is a man in both films. So, yeah, that's the only one. Arthur. So he's played by, I dig this name, um, Nicholas Wooderson, um, who you recognize from films, like lots of films. Um, And uh, Ian McDermott. Dermid, um, who is Senator Palpatine in the original film, so that's the only sort of gender swap that did not take place. But the, the cast-wise, it's it's pretty pretty darn good. Yeah, let's go into uh, the uh, cast.
0: Yeah, so I mean, the, the two the two main roles, the two lead roles, uh, belong to Anne Hathaway and Rebel Wilson, and yeah. I guess that this the third actor who plays the kind of the main. Um, uh, uh, what's the word when you t- the, the main target, if you like that they're they're both after is uh, played by a chap called Alex Sharp, who I've never seen in anything no. um, before. TV acting before, yeah, but you get some. It's directed by, and it's worth noting, it's re- directed by Chris Addison, and Chris yeah. Addison's the chap who's responsible for being in the thick of it, which is a fantastic sort of sati- satirical British uh, comedy, or drama stroke drama and also then went on later to direct um veep which was kind of like the yeah. spin-off the American spin-off for the thick of it um and he's been in many films and he's a stand-up as well I think in his own right.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I mean I think most people would recognize him as a stand-up first. Well obviously because it's easy to be recognized as a stand up rather than a comedian uh, rather yeah, than a director yeah. because uh, you know you get seen. So yeah, he's, got, he, he's, he's, he's kind got of got comedy like, chops.
0: Yeah, and he's he's kind of um, in the same sort of, Armando uh, Leonucci's kind of camp of yeah of that satirical vibe of of directing and writing, so that you get kind of cameos from that world. So Timothy Simmons turns up as a, a character called Jeremy, who's kind of one of the first shallow guys you see, and you'll recognise him as being an equally shallow guy on 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 Veep. Yeah, um, yeah we mentioned Rebel Wilson and. You know, briefly, I'll just mention, I mean, Rebel Wilson probably not doing anything out of the ordinary in this movie.
1: Rob Delaney appears right at the end as well. It was
0: a nice surprise. Rob Delaney in anything uh, is is great. He's such a lovely, big, cuddly man. Um, I wish he was in everything. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, he turns up right at the end, uh, giving chase uh, after something else, another kind of another hustle was taken place just before the end credits uh, based in London and you just think Christ why not have him at the start and have him all the way through it
1: yeah um, why not have him as the billionaire guy right He's, gonna, he's gonna, he'd have added more to that role than I mean um, Alex Sharp doesn't do a bad job in fact no, no one in this film does particularly I mean the acting in this film isn't bad Ugh. Ugh, my bones are um, wet what's going on I think I've sat in a puddle <laughs> Jesus Christ. (laughs) Oh, now I've got that thing of a certain age where I have to work out whether I've caused the puddle (laughs) or whether or not it was already here. Anyway, it's unimportant. (laughs) (laughs) I beg to differ. (laughs) Um, Okay. All right. I'm going to, I'm going to smash this out here, right? I did not hate this film. Mm -hmm. I didn't think it was that bad. I've got issues with it. Mm -hmm. Um, the biggest issue I've got with it um, is that it is uh, when they do these remakes obviously they're, they're in a slightly tricky situation because I think we've seen this with a couple of the sort of remakes recently either they're slavish to the original material or in this case the original copy of the material either they're yeah. slavish to it and then they get lambasted for that or they go ghostbusters route and go completely off piece uh, an original story and they get like hauled over calls for that as well um yeah. this very much falls into the uh the, the the form of those categories it is like almost shot for shot a remake like they change some of the details like um her when they're trying to con alex sharp or they you know, she pretends she's blind whereas in the original um steve martin pretends he's, uh he can't walk so there's oh, sure. like these tiny changes but you know e- but even within that there's a scene where um like where uh so she's trying to con him out of this like saying there's a cure for her blindness in the original there was a cure for his being able to walk and that cure was um at the hands of a a uh famous psychologist psychiatrist German German Austrian doctor um mm. and in both of them uh, the the other Anne Hathaway in this one Michael Caine the original is miraculously there as that doctor and mm. um the one of the best scenes in both films is where they're trying to like uh, prove that the guy isn't disabled or they're trying to prove that she can actually see by like hitting them and wiping a chip around a toilet and, and what's not. That is bad. I mean, it is terrible that they've had to do that um, because like you said, that the cast is strong. So they could have made a completely original story. They didn't do that. They, mm. they went for a, a very much a homage. And the thing is, I love the original film. So there's Mm. no way I could hate this because because it's very similar. It's very similar. And, you know, Rebel Wilson's a fine comedic actress. Anne Hathaway's okay as a a comedic actress. Her accents are horrendous. She needs to go to accent school. Bad. Well, I don't know why. I know, obviously, I
0: appreciate that in the original or the second movie, Michael Caine is British and uh, Steve Martin's American, so they, they they play as they are. They, they play yeah. as, as type So I mean, I, I, she's um, Anne Hathaway is obviously box office draw. Um, mm. But yes, the, the the plummy the plummy accent that she puts on <laughs> the British accent is not horrendous in itself, but it's just oh, it is, it's, it, is it's,
1: it is It is horrendous because it is. I think the grating part is the, the the important thing. It's just like you hear it and you go, oh God. What is that? Well, I is thought that... I thought initially she was
0: putting that on and she was American and she was putting on the British voice and that we would, see, I, we would hear her original voice later.
1: Yeah, I don't think it helps because the first scene that you see her in, she is like, she's playing like a slightly dumb version of her normal, like her normal self. I mean, like her normal American accent. Yes, yes. So like you, you introduce to her and she is speaking as you would expect Anne Hathaway to speak. She sounds like Anne Hathaway. She looks like Anne Hathaway. She mm. moves very similar to an Anne Hathaway. Mm. So it's, you know, and then all of a sudden, she's blah 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 and you're like yeah oh what's going on here why is that very
0: plummy it's weird all the accents that come out are are, are, are slightly
1: strange and go off piste from time to time but even the bit right where where, so the bit where she thinks she's got rhythm originally so right. (laughs) <laughs> the plot synopsis didn't really turn us up so I'm going to do a really quick 30 second of actually what happens in the film so uh, you're introduced to Rebel Wilson who's a small time con artist they sort of bump into each other on the train she needs to get out of America so she goes to um, Beau sur something like that uh, a, a south of France um, hotspot for rich people to go and con them Whilst on the train, she bumps into Anne Hathaway, who's always been running her cons on Beau Beauaire um, uh, while she's on the train together, she tries to get rid of uh, River Wilson because she doesn't want uh, another con artist knocking about on her patch, so to speak. Um, then uh, she's sat at a cafeteria, and then uh, River Wilson is, then turns up um, you know um, alongside what was going to be their next mark in exactly the same way as the original film does. Like, literally, I think the make of the car is even a lotus uh, or something, and it looks incredibly similar. It's exactly the same. Um, So then there's, like, a little bit of a scene. She tries to get her thrown out again through being um, deported, but then an earlier con talks to the rebel Wilson cat character. And then she realizes that Anne Hathaway is indeed not only a con artist, but a very much more successful and grandiose one. Um, so then she goes back and forces herself upon her to teach her the ways of the long Kong big con, make more money con. Um, mm. Then there's, does a, she, sorry, sorry to interrupt you, but does she believe that she's the Medusa character, which is this, yeah, and again, that's exactly the same. I think it. Oh, I don't know if it's Medusa in the first one. I think it was something else. The Fox, something or the like other. But yes, so that's exactly the same. She believes there's a there's a fabled con artist that they've heard of, that Rebel Wilson's heard of, and she believes this to be Anne Hathaway because of her success. And it seems obvious, and you're sort of brought along there. That's the other thing about these kind of films. If there's an of if there's if there's a uh, a twist up in sort of a, a long heist con movie, don't do the same one in a remake because everyone's just sat there waiting for it to happen and they know what's going to happen, but um, Mm. they did it. Maybe it was a double bluff. Maybe they thought they would think that it was going to not happen and it did happen and it didn't happen. And then we thought, aha, Uh, and we're surprised, but that's not what happened. So yeah. So then you see like like the normal sort of montage of other cons when they're working together, Um, but then they have a falling out um, and then they decide they're going to have a bet to decide who should stay and. I keep, I keep changing that just in case one time I get it right and you can dub over all my bad ones saying it. Um, and they see uh, a, per, a mark that they believe to be very rich um, and they both go after them. Um, Rebel Wilson pretending to be disabled and Anne Hathaway pretending to be the uh, salvation of that disabled person, um, be it, like I said, uh, uh, Leg disabled in the first one and eye disabled in this one. There is no difference in the plot, it's exactly the same. And uh, yeah, so that's what actually happens. And then at and the end, they're both conned by the same. Yeah, he, it turns himself. out that the Medusa character or the Fox character, whatever it was in the first one, is the, their mark. And, um, you know, they, 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 he kind of pulls out goodness from them because he sort of relies on their moral uh, compass. Um, as as hidden as it is within them, to actually, you know, steer them right, and he ends up getting money from them. What did you think of the set pieces, Chris? Well,
0: the the couple of ones that you already mentioned were were okay, but there was one the the one that got really on my nerves after a while was the one as you mentioned that the, the, the kind of like the training montage that we get mm. at the beginning, where obviously Anne Hathaway's character has agreed to kind of coach Rebel Wilson to become a better scammer. Um, But it involves a lot of stupid things like, um, you know, athletics or or some sort of (laughs) roly polies and, you know, throwing daggers and, and it's not like a Bond film. It's not like she's training for an event or anything or the Olympics. It just seems incredibly far fetched that she would be required to do, that sort of thing. Um, they, they, it's they last to, too long as well, don't they? They, yeah, they go it's on It's weird a you bit. mentioned
1: that one as well, because that was one of the, the sort of changes from the first one, because obviously they have the same sort of training montage in the first one, but in the first film, it's not first film, the second of the remakes, um yeah. it was, it was more relevant. It was like how to eat, you know, Uh, Decorum, how to enter, yeah, how to dress, how to enter a room with panache and style. It was, it was, you know, stuff that you could see would would be important. Not how to vault over a hobby horse, chuck a knife, and do the splits or whatever it was. And and Rebel Wilson does it, does everything probably with with the same
0: energy. I mean, she she is pulling off the character, and she's doing, but she's doing everything you would expect. There's not nothing out of of character in that respect. The second, um, montage or, or kind of thing, which I did elongated, um, scene was the one where she's trying to prove that she isn't blind by willing her to, to, sort of out of it because she feels it's like psychological. Yes. Um, so yeah, there's the bit where she gets her to eat the, the chip and there's a bit where she blows in her eye to, it, uh, to try and get it to blink and to say she can see or or does, painful things to her and stuff like that. And, um, okay, it was fine as a quick kind of (laughs) short scene, but it goes on. It becomes majority of the film. It felt like this is the whole film. And the guy, the guy who plays this tech, this app wizard, the guy who's invented this app that turns out is the, the big, the big, the big boss or the big, um, big Charlie, big potatoes guy. Yeah. Um, He is, is bad because he he acts so in it's just the over sincerity of it all and and you know we shouldn't be watching this movie obviously to take it in and say oh yeah this could happen in real life of course not but there has to be some sort of grounding and some sort of reality but because he's absolutely flaky as hell yeah, um, the other the other
1: problem obviously that they, they encounter there is the the age old we're in a sort of you know connected world these days. So the fact is is that like in the original I think the um, the person they pick out is a is a, a competition winner, so someone that's come into money randomly. Whereas in mm-hmm. this obviously he's meant to be like an app developer for a really famous app, like literally two seconds of research and you'd be like, Oh, that's not that guy at all. No, it's, Unless it's... he did actually invent an app, as well as be a con person, which would seem highly unlikely. Well, no, but she's able to create a website within minutes. Yeah, and basically
0: alludes to her being this 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 doctor, this doctor. This, uh... Yeah, yeah. So I mean, that the way that happens is is crazy. I didn't think Anna Hathaway was particularly bad. I just think she was badly cast. I think they could have put a British actress in this, and it probably would have done better for it.
1: I just think in a role, so in this role, she inhabits two or three or four characters and has to do four, you know, three or four accents and all of them are really, really bad, like really bad. And it's just like, ouch, just like, don't make her do that because, you know, she was bringing, she was bringing it in other places. Just the accent work was not, not good, not good. I like but the anything- opening scene, actually. So, you know the opening scene when she's doing a small con on Timothy Simmons? Um, mm-hmm. And he's got this really brilliant speech where um, she's like, oh, I don't think you'll be serious. And he's like, no, I'll, I'll let her have my kid. And I'll come over <laughs> like once a month and sit that kid on my knee and I'll, I'll pay some alimony payments <laughs> and stuff. Yeah, like. It's, yeah. it's like a really... Um, it's, yeah, it, it was it was it was a nice little life.
2: Truly in love with her, and clearly you're not. So, goodbye, Jeremy. Wait, no, 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 no.
1: Wait. Of course I
0: love her. I have been texting with her for like a friggin' month. This is the girl that I'm gonna let keep my babies, and I will pay her her due child support. I will visit every other weekend, and say hi to the kids and put them on my lap and whatever you do,
1: okay? That is how much I love her. I swear to Christ.
2: Like, can you love her birth defect? Of
1: course I can is mean, on the inside right like it's in her brain or in her heart i did laugh at this film like more so than any of the other comedies that we've done i did i did laugh at this film i did get grated by how similar it was but i thought is that actually a bad film a bad thing to copy off like if you're going to do it do it they've changed some of the jokes up and stuff Rob wilson was was like properly funny in a lot of it. Most of it was the sort of throwaway lines that you kind of hard miss. There's an odd sex scene that seemed massively out of place that I didn't really understand why that was there. Who was that? Well, it wasn't really, it wasn't a sex scene per se, but when she was talking to um, the guy that had been conned by Anne Hathaway's character, um, and then she insists on having sex with him in the toilet.
2: Like, this is like an old
1: dude, right? Yeah, yeah. I could understand it if, like, there was, you know, an obvious similar age attraction between them kind of thing. But she literally forces this poor old dude to bang her in the airplane toilets, and it's just like... It
0: does come over a little bit desperate, doesn't
1: it? It's a bit weird. It didn't seem on character, because she seemed like quite, like, obviously a strong person. Um, previously, but, oh, you know, when you want dick, you want dick, I guess, and... It just happened to be in the way so ultimately,
0: you saying that this this film in your in your eyes should should be released
1: yeah i don't i don't i mean the reasons I hate this film are all around why it got made in the first mm. place, like if i could it's like a Hitler thing right if I had a time machine, I'd probably go back and kill the ad exec that 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 kind of pitched this film um just but now it's been made and out there i don't mm. think there's anything wrong in this film apart from the fact it's a it's a blatant rip-off and the original is much better i say it's much better mm. it's, it's two points better on imdb so this scored a 5.4 dirty Bottle scandals a 7.4 yeah that's good actually so, and it's, I mean, Steve Steve Martin back in the heyday, you could obviously argue this is Rebel Wilson's heyday, but maybe with the, the lens of 20 years, or 30 years, Jesus Christ, with the lens of 30 years, you'd look back and go, oh, actually, you know, that was Rebel Wilson's, in a heyday being typical Rebel Wilson. And also, we into the comments, people going, oh, it's Rebel Wilson just being Rebel Wilson. It's like, Steve Martin is no different. He played the same character across... You know, several films at that point. You know, from the Man with Two Brains, the uh, the Jerk, uh, Roxanne. He's kind of always been the same kind of guy. Um, he did a few obviously different pieces and stuff, but for comedic roles, it was kind of the same. Even the fact that Glenn Headley who played the, uh, the 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 Mark in the Dirty Ball Scoundrels, you know, she appeared alongside him in quite a few of his films as well. I think. Mm. So yeah, I, I it's just say I, I I hate the fact that this film got made, and I hate the fact that it got made in the way that it did. But I don't know, I don't know if it's that's enough. Do you know what I mean? To hate a film, like if yeah. I look at the film in isolation, like if you showed it to somebody that hadn't seen the originals, would they hate this film? Well, the, ch- the chances are is no, they won't. They'll they'll watch it. They'll enjoy it for what it is. You know, they'll they'll be slightly. A, put out by Anne Hathaway's accents. Of course they will. Uh, mm-hmm. But there's enough here. There's enough jokes in it. In it because it's, it's based on that original, there isn't a massively slow final third, which a lot of comedies suffer from horribly, especially American comedies. So they've got the the, the, the pep kicks up. and you know Everyone likes a con film, right?
0: I think so. I mean, it's it's absolutely fine to stick on um, in the background or, or not to watch
1: I keep talking myself in and out of it. That's the problem. It's like no, I would would watch watch this again. It's like no, actually, if I wanted to watch this, I would just watch the original. I would. Yeah, but isn't that fuck's sake? I would watch the second remake. That's the isn't that the case? Isn't that the
0: case for most most of these remakes? I mean, very very seldomly do they exceed or uh, the expectations or or do any better than the original version. So
1: has there been any? Has that ever? Has that been a remake? (laughs)
0: No, not really. I mean, I would say that the Ghostbusters reboot with the with the female cast, I think, was a, a very decent, different universe take on on Ghostbusters.
1: But you, um, you, you couldn't really argue it as a remake, right? That was just that's just a, that a reimagining. Was a re- yeah, reimagining. That wasn't.
0: Mm. You know, I don't really think there has been any sort of remakes that have been better, mm.
1: apart from well, apart oh, from taking what was Scandal's, which was better than. Bedtime stories. I imagine, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I haven't seen it, just thrown out there.
0: I, I think this world, this film is worth watching. If you, you know, you do want a little bit of something light, uh, it's PG thirteen, so it isn't going to, you know, is not going to offend anybody. There's certainly nothing risky in it. Um, yeah, apart, apart from, from the you know the little sex the scene, thing, yeah.
1: <laughs> but that's just alluded to. You don't really get a great deal of uh, no, no. You have to know that. what sex was to know what was going.
0: Yeah, on. but I think um, if you're a fan of Rebel Wilson, it is bas It's her at her best, doing what she does, which is the sake comments and the you know the one, ha- uh, the backhanded compliments and all the little bits of uh, her personality and her kind of shtick are, are front and center, and she carries the film. I think. It's a vehicle for her, uh, as opposed to anybody else. Uh, Anna Hathaway is just doing the puppet mm. um and, and playing. They do have chemistry. They do have chemistry. I think in terms of the way they they work together, they're not a bad match. I just don't know whether this was it needed to be this long, <coughs> the long as long as it well. Sorry, some of the scenes and some of the set pieces didn't need to be as long as they were and a bit laboured. And also I was a bit disappointed that Chris Addison wasn't able to inject a little bit more of the satire and wit yeah. sharpness of, of, of what I know he can do. So I've got some bit of trivia and some goofs for you.
1: You know, this is all I live for, Chris. I feel
0: like I haven't done this for ages. because we haven't really um, done a
1: film in ages, have we? I know. We well, I'm, not, I'm about not the peeps.
0: Yeah, I'm not going to – I promise you I'm not reading this straight off of IMDb. Okay. I promise. Okay, because the film's PG-13 rating was originally an R rating. Uh R? Yeah, Rebel Wilson had to go out and argue with the board that the film was no raunchier than similar comedies that had received PG-13 ratings featuring male actors, and her efforts prevailed. So, obviously, there was script changes –
1: well, no, she she just went and said it's not bad, and they went,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but our rated would would
0: allude to that being a bit more crude humor and maybe some swearing. Yeah, but then there isn't, and so I don't know whether they. I'd like they to basically... know
1: what, what the other films were that she compared them to to bring the rating down.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Um, God knows, this is this is an interesting one which you'll uh, you'll enjoy. Um, Anne Hathaway said in an interview that she avoided performing a traditional English accent for this role. She said that she did. Yeah. She said the audience know she's American and could potentially scoff at her numerous English characters. So because her character Josephine is a con artist, Hathaway performed as if maybe Josephine is not actually
1: English at all, but speaks in an English accent as another con, which is what I said. There's actually a line in the film where she, where Rebel Wilson's um, Penny Russ character alludes to the fact that she's putting on a fake English accent. Mm. I mean, right. So are we then saying that she's such a good actress that she's not only managed to do an accent, but she's done an accent as someone doing a bad British accent because they're not British and they're American, but not an actress. So therefore couldn't do a a full accent properly, so she's managed to do a very, very specific fake accent. Is that what we're saying? Is it, I think, is so. it acting genius or is she just covering up the cracks?
0: God knows. Hard but to I, say. I, I think it's probably the latter.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Is, um, so, is the house in it? I don't know if it's one of your facts. Is the house in it the same house that's in the second remake it keeps tripping me up is it the same because it looks like if not, it was maybe the same location because it's got the, the 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 front with the steps down to the beach Because even the bit at the end where they when he brings up the people from the boat it's like yeah
0: yeah i mean it's filmed in mallorca so it could well be and it would have you'd have to just see where the first one was filmed but uh, that's all i can tell you on that one i mean they didn't The guys didn't really uh, write to me and tell me about that stuff when I was speaking to the producers. Um, When Josephine and Penny pinky swear in the jail, Josephine uses her left hand and Penny uses her right. The film then cuts to a different angle where they switch hands. Mm. That is not the worst thing about this film. (laughs) Um, When Josephine is scamming Howard Bacon, she mentions she's 63rd in line to the throne. Yeah. This is inconsistent when she then introduces Penny as her only living relative. Because obviously then, I don't know what that means.
1: What does that mean? Because, like, she's younger, so she'd be 64th at least.
0: Tell you what I did like about this movie. (laughs) Right, that's it. That's all I've got. Is the opening credits.
1: Oh, yeah, I made a note of that because you don't see credits anymore, really. No. And those kind of old
0: school cartoony yep. 60s, 70s ones where there's a little caper going on in front of your eyes with the, yep. with the characters' names and the, you know... Uh,
1: Coming in credits. outdoors and mm. slamming doors in front of you. Yeah, no, I, I'm with you on that one. I enjoyed it. Uh, like Monsters, Inc. Yes. Did it yes. fairly recent? Well, fairly recently. Pink Panther. So you don't see it.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. The Pink Panther. Fantastic credits.
1: Well, that, that did have a cartoon already. So it was kind of... Can't yeah, really give it, g- right? I guess so. But yeah, no, I enjoyed that also. Well done, Matthew. Cheers, mate. What for enjoying it or just generally? Exactly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I guess it's reviews time. It is reviews time. I had trouble because. Did you? Well, because because I, I mean, oh, I think you can tell I'm conflicted. Yeah. Right. If I can take this film out of the the world and put it in a bubble and watch it, then yeah. there's there's nothing wrong with it. And in which case I should have to find a shit a good review. Like I should have to find a one out of ten because I enjoyed it, right? That's that's yeah, the yeah, way yeah. we roll. But if I pop that bubble and I put it in its rightful place in the world. And then it's hard to argue why this film was made. And if you can't argue why a film was made in the first place, like it's very inception, is flawed. Yeah. Then surely I needed to get a 10 out of 10 to try and combat that. And mm. then because maybe because I needed between a 1 and a 10, i just get a 5. But then people that vote 5 are reasonable. And as we pointed out recently, no one in 2019 writing reviews is reasonable. They're either 1s no, or no. 10s. let Let's fuck all 5s. So I went with the I went with a one in the end. I thought the one was closer to where I was than a ten. But it, I literally my mood changes like at the tick of a hand. Every time Go I remember on, do, something.
0: Do your do your bad review and I'll
1: do my good review. I'll do my one. So my one. I'll try and do it in an Anne Hathaway voice. Oh my life. So this is this yeah. is me pretending I'm an American actor doing an English accent, but as a con person who doesn't really know how to do an English accent. Yes. How or why these things are made other than to steal gullible people's money. Uh, this person's put in brackets, here actually. I was just to justify the fact that they didn't pay. I was given my ticket by my daughter's friend's mother. Daughter's <laughs> friend's mother. Hold on. Uh, 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 uh. Could have just put a friend, I guess, but it's... It's a bit of a call-out, that one, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's actually quite insulting to most with an IQ. Uh, Seems to be most just a shoddily tacked together series of unfunny, incomprehensible, immature gags. Maybe the lobotomized or heavily sedated, instrumentalized patients would find amusing. Rebel really isn't funny or talented, and Hathaway tried way too... There's lots of A's. Lots of, oh, too hard maybe the deathly stench that was disguised as a thinly veiled supposed script didn't help but still and there's a full stop which is odd for a but still moment <laughs> for those who think I'm being harsh I am even my daughter and friends thought this stupid and pathetic beyond the pale <sighs> should be straight to Beta or some remote abounded outback on theater, just terrible. Um, what's a beta? Straight to beta, should be straight to beta. <laughs> is that it? That's it. Oh, god, that's um, by Harold He Cuba. And the title, weirdly, is might be funny played backwards. Just trying to think how that would work.
0: <laughs>
1: no, don't think that's gonna work. It's not gonna work um
0: i've got the 10 out of 10 then because obviously i didn't like it Balance. it's the first time you've done a, a a one out a one out of 10 review it's the
1: first it? one
0: yeah so here's mine i'm, I'm gonna do it as uh don't know i don't know how this do is a, gonna work
1: like a texan because we don't have to worry about the people of alabama anymore
0: <laughs> oh yes okay really ah, okay sorry It's can cut cut start again Ten out of ten. It was so it was so damn funny and here's why by oh, Clemen okay. Kovalokolich.
1: Clemen sounds Southern American.
0: Really, I thought from beginning to the end, so much, really. <laughs> really. Oh hang on. I, I've just read that word wrong. <clears throat> it was so damn funny and here's why. It was written on the 16th of August, twenty nineteen. By Klemen Kovánovkálych. Okay? Klemen. Really? I laughed from beginning to end. So much I got tears out of laughing. A brilliant acting. Especially the accents were so good. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> really, I can't see why people dislike this movie so much. It was made purely for the entertainment. And nothing more. <laughs> what else? What,
1: what is the other purpose of a film? It is not. It was drama. made to be a bookshelf.
0: <laughs> this is the. This is the weird. <laughs> it is not drama nor thriller. Nope. Nope. Just a comedy. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and some storyline in between. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. A simply. This is really what well, the way they write this stuff. A simply movie, but hilarious one. (laughs) At least for me, it was very funny. Why I like this movie is because it got me every time. I thought I already figured everything out. Bam! Everything changed. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, so yes, I like that one, because yes.
1: It basically describes what a film is, how a film is constructed with either something, either a bit of thrilling or a bit of horror or a yeah. of comedy, and in between those bits of comedy, it's pieced together with a story. <laughs> so, Matthew, that's
0: it. Uh, that's it. We, uh, I think it's difficult one for me. Uh, if you're happy for this to go through, I'm going to... With...
1: I don't know. I, yeah, I still listen, don't know.
0: I'm not on the fence. I'm just slightly below the fence line. So, you, you know, you enjoyed it, and that's, I think you enjoyed elements of it. I think that's yeah. enough. I think for me I enjoyed Rebel Wilson and I enjoyed Anne Hathaway to a certain extent. So, you know, this film is not a bunker movie. And also it, it, it we might make more
1: people watch Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. Yeah. Which is I mean, seminal. It's great. Yeah. It's a good it's a good, good film. Dirty but Rotten
0: Scoundrels. M- this movie got a, a, quite a panning. I remember when it came out as well, it got critically panned. Obviously, it's why we're doing it. So on IMDb, it's like a 5.4. But on uh, Rotten Tomatoes, it did even worse. I mean, it had a tomato meter of 14%. Ooh, uh, and audi- audience score of 44%. So it's nah. properly, properly bad on there. But it's not that bad. It's got its moments. And I think if you're nah. a fan of Rebel Wilson, and you're a completionist of her work. Then definitely seek it out because she, she, you won't be disappointed by what she does in it. Um, but ultimately, it's it's not definitely not for everyone who wants something a little bit with a bit more um, panache, no. if you like. I am definitely
1: mint. what this film has done is that I'm definitely going to watch the first one. Oh god, I've done it again. I'm definitely watching the first remake again.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, the Michael Caine, Steve Steve Martin version
1: is is still very, yeah, i might very i might funny. just go on a full steve martin fest of watching the man with yeah. two brains to jerk oh such a roxanne roxanne
0: i love that one but yeah um so yes the movie is free we've let it out this is the first movie we've we've let out apart from our guest special guest movies but this this is the first one i think we've agreed is is absolutely fine
1: have we agreed? Have you, like, kept the Dusk jacket and it's just a DVD knocking about down the street on its own?
0: Yeah. I mean, the, the overlords will shoot it up the pipe, won't they? That's what their job is. <laughs> and it yeah. goes out the little pipe and goes out into the world. I might be, be called
1: before a on Monday then.
2: You did what?
0: Yeah, but yeah, they've, they've given us this job. We've got to sort of follow it through, haven't we? Yeah. I mean, we can't have all of in the bunker. There's no room. Because, you know,
1: if if I showed this to my kids, which I will do in a PG-13 kind of way in a few years, then they'd probably like this one. They'd probably prefer this one because it's got, you know, production value that just mm-hmm. didn't exist in
0: 1988. The slapstick stuff is is relatively funny. Anyway, oh, but the bit past- where
1: Michael Caine's whipping his legs is just brilliant. And then when he's yeah. punctuating his sentence going, I will not rest until this man. Works <laughs> again. Okay.
0: Yeah, uh, it's just yeah it's, it is good. See the bit where the bit where Anne, um, they kind of do something similar. Anne Hathaway is blowing in her eye for so yeah. long, and she goes, "All I can, all I could smell is is." is <laughs> this is quite funny. I obviously like some
1: knocking bit. on the window, trying to get in. Says, "I could just smell <laughs> industrial douche." <laughs> Oh that's and, right. And early onset menopause. <laughs> See? Oh, and, They're a yeah, funny bit.
0: Good. Yeah, she's very, very, very good in it, actually. But there you go. So that's that episode done. We've done another film episode. So until next time, Matthew. Bye.
1: Bunker. <laughs> bunkering out. What, what I, I still can't remember <laughs> what the menopause could do at the end. So I say, to, <laughs> I say I'll say I'll say Cheerio Matt. Also know that. And you say bunker out. Bunker out. But I don't want to say that though because I'm, I'm not like... That doesn't a, sound very good either. I'm not a prick. <laughs> uh,
0: so we'll just say see
1: you next time. See you... Well, we don't see them.
0: Well, okay. we will see
1: them. But maybe if they turn up. But yeah. Listen to us on the next podcast. Keep your ears yeah. warm. Uh-huh. Well, that doesn't work either. <laughs> well, you're talking your ears getting cold. I suppose not. Let's just say cheerio each
0: then. All right. One, two, three. Cheerio. Brilliant.
1: (laughs) Nailed it.